Golden Yoga Podcast. My name is Wendy Hummel, and instead of Tactical Tip Tuesday, I'm calling this microcast segment Wise Warrior Wednesday. It's a gentle way of addressing the more experienced or older responders in the bunch, including myself. I want to discuss how we manage our energy. Lately, I have had very low energy, and it's beyond what I would even just call regular tired or mom tired. Throughout the course of my life and my career, I would plow through exhaustion with the mental drive to get things done. Not only is this inherent in just my makeup, but what's expected in the fast-paced, results-driven world of person's crimes investigations. When something bad happens, murder, shooting, sexual assaults, we respond regardless of what time or what day it is. This pattern of constantly being on high alert, and in my case, not knowing when the next call-in would be, would make it really, really hard for me to relax and enjoy the moment. I remember one time being at the Y with my daughter on a Saturday morning at the time, I think she was about six years old. She was at a rock climbing party and I got a call that I had to go into work and I had to leave. This is just one of the many times, and I know so many of you can relate, but I know that I signed up for it and I just considered it to be a sacrifice and part of my job. And I loved it though. And I still did it and continued to do it for many years. But this patterning eventually did catch up with me and my nervous system, it was just kind of hardwired. And for me, this actually started before my law enforcement career from a much younger age, but that's a topic for another day. Although I've been retired for several years and haven't gotten called in for many, it's taken a long time to train this out of my nervous system. This is called neuroplasticity. And sometimes I'll still find myself kind of falling back and feeling anxious or like I should be doing something or that I need to hurry through something. And I have to remind myself that I need to pause and breathe and take one thing at a time. I suspect that years of having to stop what I was doing to respond at a moment's notice is why this still comes up for me. But you can teach an old dog new tricks. It does take time, practice, and perseverance and patience. For me, this looks like yoga, meditation, mindfulness, nature, walking, biking, journaling, doing nothing, or being with my family. And over the past few months, I've fallen back a bit into the old patterning. Things at work, business projects, home life stuff has just created that all too familiar feeling of just overwhelm and chaos, leaving me to feel very depleted despite many of the good habits that I do have. So here's my point. Our culture really does not support the need to rest and rejuvenate. And by culture, I mean both the first responder culture and our culture overall. So it's really on us to take charge. This is really, really hard when you're a first responder. Um, So most agencies right now are struggling with reduced manpower, shift work, overtime, and call outs. I don't have the answer because some of this is just inherent in the work that we do but an awareness early on to prioritize self-care and family is something that we all need to consider. I didn't do a great job with this and recently fell back into some old patterning. If you're listening to this, just know that that's relevant whether you are just starting out in your career or you're a wise warrior, meaning that you're within a decade of retirement or you've already retired. You've been around a while, in other words. I read a quote recently that said, The second half of a man's life is made up of nothing but the habits he has acquired during the first half. This serves as a good reminder to me. 
I have decades of really bad habits to redeem myself from. And although I have recreated my lifestyle and my habits over the past several years, sometimes I regress. Sure, it's frustrating, but I know what to do. I've been studying health coaching for the past couple of years and coach others on these very same issues, but I'm human and I've learned to be kinder to myself and to get back on track. And getting to this place was not easy. It happened as a result of of a lot of hard work, a lot of deep work, coaching for myself, therapy, and my own supportive group. Establishing good habits early on means a smoother transition as you age. If you're in your 20s or 30s, you may be thinking this doesn't pertain to you, but hang in there. If you don't manage your energy, it will catch up to you. I can guarantee it. What does this mean? Step one, proactively regulating your nervous system. The average person's nervous system, which means fight or flight, for those who know that term, gets activated eight to 15 times a day. And I suspect this is a lot higher for first responders. This hyperarousal can leave us stuck in our sympathetic response or fight or flight. This looks like fear, anxiety, panic, worry, or concern, or it can look like rage, anger, irritation, and frustration. On the more extreme side, it can be a feeling of hopelessness, helplessness, numbness, disassociation, or complete shutdown. If we don't manage our energy well, you could end up with stress-based health issues, insulin resistance, obesity, high blood pressure, digestive issues, and more. And some of those I do have. Our nervous system directly impacts our immunity and our endocrine systems or our hormonal systems, which can look like getting sick a lot, adrenal fatigue, fertility issues, difficulty concentrating, and more. Hormonal imbalances don't just impact the ladies. Hormones fluctuate as we age, but one of the causes of low testosterone in men and estrogen and progesterone depletion in women is, drum roll please, chronic stress. There is much more to this, but managing our energy and stress is vital to all aspects of our health. This can look different depending on who you are, how old you are, and your history. On this show, I speak with so many guests who discuss their healing journeys, each one different, but one thing that they have in common is a multifaceted approach, which includes therapy, medication, peer support, EMDR, coaching, meditation, yoga, breathing, exercise, and the list goes on. I am more convinced than ever based on my own experience and working with other first responders that we have to absolutely prioritize nervous system regulation and integrate what's called a bottom-up approach. I'm a huge fan of talk therapy, a more top-down approach, but I strongly considered going back to school before I retired to become a therapist. Something stopped me though, because I realized that throughout my own personal yoga training and studies that practices like yoga, somatics, moving your body and breath work, mindfulness, and other lifestyle habits like sleep and nutrition and connection to others is just as important. These practices work for me. They're evidence-based and I've seen them work wonders on others. All of us have what's called a window of tolerance. This term was coined by Dr. Dan Siegel, and it means how well you function in your day-to-day life when it comes to arousal and stress. Many first responders, especially those who have experienced trauma or extreme stress, may have a really narrow window. That just means you can't handle a lot that's coming in. Once you're made aware of this, there's so many different tools to help widen the window. And that's where mindfulness and yoga and other practices from ancient warrior traditions come into play. 
Ideally, we all want a balanced and calm state of mind to feel relaxed, in control, to function effectively throughout our lives, and a sense of agency, which means that you know that you can handle any challenge that life throws at you. I'm a work in progress, but now have the tools to fall back on when I regress. So listen up, wise warriors, a hard lesson that I've accepted. My energy cannot maintain the pace that it once did. Less is more, slow is fast, and doing nothing is doing something. I'm not saying you can't live a vibrant, vital life, but we are supposed to slow down just a bit as we get older, despite what our culture tells us. This second mountain can be hard to navigate, especially if you haven't been proactive about it in your earlier years, but it isn't too late. If you're a wise warrior, meaning that you are nearing retirement or you're already there like me, I'm working on a project that's going to specifically address the unique needs of the aging or wise responder. So stay tuned. We also have some really cool changes and new things that we're working on for the show. And some of those ideas have come from you, the listener. So as always, I really encourage you to reach out with suggestions for future shows or guests or topic ideas. And please share this show if you found it helpful and give us a review. 